What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is Dr. T, and this is the Dr. Football Podcast. I'm recording here with my main man, the CEO of Hedge Better, Justin Fine. We're recording remotely today. We are doing a special pop-up Patriots Bears Bailey Mac edition of the podcast since so since we last recorded last week so much has happened and with the Patriots playing on Monday night we wanted to wait until after the past game to record the full podcast but we said let's do a pop-up episode and talk specifically about the game tonight and especially about Bailey versus Max so this is going to be a quick 20 minute or so episode pop-up edition of the doctor football podcast justin how you doing my man how was your weekend it was good man i'm uh excited ready to go tonight appreciate you uh you bringing me with the the uh, extra ticket you have um i think it's been a while since the two of us have gone to a game so uh looking forward to it <laughs> it's been a while for sure justin and i'll be going tonight to all the listeners out there i invited him um to the game and just we've been to some good games justin we've been we to, have, yeah. we went to one of the worst games in patriots history together too do you remember that the uh the playoff beatdown against the Ravens. He <laughs> played a beat, playoff beatdown yeah. against the Ravens when Ozzie Newsom yelled at us or like we were yelling <laughs> at him and he like he like started yelling at us from the, the sideline. Yeah, that was uh that game was over I think like in the first drive pretty much. Remember yeah. Baltimore busted it open. Who was it? Uh was it uh Ray Rice? Ray Rice was that it? Is he the running back? I forget if that, that if that that might have been before the Ray Rice era because that I, I forget who that was to be honest with you. That was 2009. I'm not sure, but they they just they just ran it down the Patriots. So it was Ray Rice, Justin. It was Ray Rice. You're right. Now that I think about it, it was. Um, well, listen, we're expecting a very different result tonight um, fr- from this game and uh, Patriots Bears tonight, Justin. Uh, the forecast looks like the rain is going to clear up. It's it's mild. It should be a decent night um, to watch a football game outside. Um, but let's just get right to it. Um, the, the big story of the week has been Bailey Zappi versus Mac Jones. Who's going to start at quarterback tonight for the Patriots? Who will start? Who should start? Justin you're the coach of the New England Patriots. You're appointed today. You have to make this decision. Who are you starting tonight at quarterback for the Patriots and why? All right. So I want to preface it by saying I think regardless of who we start tonight, the Patriots still blow the Bears out of the water, right? So I'm not approaching this from the standpoint of like, oh, who's giving us the best chance to win the game? Because I think we win the game regardless. I would be shocked uh, if, if if Chicago came in here and, and beat us regardless of who we start. Um I'm still going to roll with Zappy for now, and I think I have a feeling that you would like it to be Mac. I've heard rumblings that uh, Mac may be back, um, ready to go tonight. Look, my my thinking is is this. I get it. It's a great soft landing for Mac to come back. Um, you know, he's. I get a lot of the hype may be overblown in terms of, you know, the, the whole Zappy you know, mania. Everybody kind of seems like, you know, they, they threw Mac to the side and adopted Zappy, um, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And, and now Mac's kind of just like chopped liver. But uh, I'm doing it strictly because I know, you know, from playing sports that a high ankle sprain does not heal fully in, you know, three, four weeks, whatever it is at this point. I think it's the fourth week. Um, in, 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 I, normally I think it would take about double this time period to fully heal. So because you don't need Mac back to win tonight, um, and Zappi's done perfectly fine 
uh, I, I think you, you keep starting Zappi, you know, while he's got the hot hand until Mac is 100% healthy. That's just my thinking. Um, but again, I, you know, I understand your point that if you wait too long and you wait for that perfect moment, you know, maybe the first game you bring Mac back isn't as friendly of a, uh, a well, well, look, I, you know, I've warmed to Zappy over the three weeks. I mean, he definitely yeah. did more um, against the Browns than I thought he was frankly capable of doing. So credit to him. But to me, Justin, I totally disagree um, with, with starting Zappy. I start Mac with the one proviso that if he's anywhere near healthy, it's week seven of the NFL. I don't think there's one player in the league that's a hundred percent right now. And the fact of the matter is if Mac is anywhere near 100%, 85, 90%, he has to go out there and play. He has to go out there and prove that he's still the quarterback of this team, that he's still the franchise quarterback of this team and that he's the guy that can lead this team into um, the rest of the season. And, and frankly into the future, because it's amazing how quickly the narrative changes on, on everything with, with, with these with, with Mac and everything here. But I do not forget what Mac Jones did in 2021. And I think I look last night, I'm watching the Sunday night game between the Dolphins and the Steelers. And I see Kenny Pickett, who's throwing interceptions left and right. Look across the other side of the field. Justin Fields, I'm not even sure if, if, if he if he's going to be a starting quarterback in the league next year, or, or maybe he'll get one more year. Um, I look at all these first round picks that come into the league and they struggle. Mac Jones is an undeniable statistical fact had one of the 10 best seasons a rookie quarterback has ever had in the history of the NFL. And don't tell me it's just because he came to new England because there's not a lot of talent on this roster. At least there wasn't last year. There are holes on this roster. I can't forget what he did. And I'm still hopeful that Mac Jones can take those next steps and become a franchise quarterback. It's all about Mac to me. Now, I have to say, I've been dismayed at what I saw in the first three games this year, but I'm not giving up on this guy just yet. I've said multiple times, I'm not convinced Mac can be a franchise or an elite quarterback, but I think he has a chance to. I really do. And I'm not putting a cap on his ceiling yet like some people have. To me, I don't see a limit. I see the sky as a limit for Mac, but he still has to prove it. He still has steps to take. He has to play tonight to come back against the Bears and do a soft landing, okay, and and reaffirm his role, his position as a guy that's becoming a franchise quarterback. If he doesn't play tonight and Zappi goes out there and wins this game, I think it becomes really hard for Mac to come back against the Jets. It, it's going to be a tough spot for Mac no matter when he comes back, but it becomes impossible if he – it becomes much harder if he if he, if he he goes into a tough situation after Bailey just won three games against three cupcakes. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree um, with what you said. And now something that was interesting that was brought up to me the other day, um, which, you know, maybe I – didn't really notice, haven't paid much attention to, but it, it seems to me like uh, Belichick in, in Patricia kind of switched the offense up once Zappi came in, right? They kind of went back to like what they were doing last year, um, and they, they simplified things a little bit. I, I heard a stat that uh, Zappi um, was the benefit of, you know, ha- having like 65% play action plays called 
uh, where Mac, you know, uh, I think he was around like 33% uh, play action plays. Um, and they went back to kind of simplifying the offense. You know, they, they came into this year trying to implement a whole new scheme, a whole new style of offense. And when Zappi came in, they kind of scrapped that plan and they went back to the basics. Uh, now, A, do you agree with that? And B, you know, do you think we would be better off bringing Mac back, but going back to the basics like we were doing with Zappi, more play action? Uh, you know what I mean? More stuff that Mac. Well, there has to be a happy middle ground, Justin, with, with, with Mac. I mean, I don't think, I think Mac is catching a lot of heat for what happened in those first three games. And I'm really not sure how much of it was his fault. I think, I think Matt Patricia is going through his own learning process. I think Matt Patricia made a lot of mistakes in the preseason, how this team was prepared, the things he tried to implement, the system he tried to run. Okay, that are a reflection of his lack of experience, which is why a lot of us didn't love the hire. Um, he's obviously figured some things out. I, I think he's far from a top offensive coordinator, but he's clearly improved, and I'll give him credit for that. But yeah, I think that 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 Mac became the fall guy for a lot of that. When the fact is, the whole operation was a mess. Okay, and I think in the last three weeks they've simplified things, as you alluded to. They've they've figured things out and i think that they have to get back to those kind of basics with mac yes i think they do have to get back to that tonight now i don't think they have to be as restricted and as simple as they were with bailey zappy i think they can do a little more with mac in there but 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 they shouldn't be doing what they did those first three weeks because that was a nightmare yeah i i i, I guess i guess look i think this is going to be a good test because i think it's going to tell us tonight look if mac comes back a, you know, did they kind of rectify those mistakes, those play calling mistakes, the mistakes with the scheme that they were, you know, trying to maybe force, um, you know, the first three games, like you had mentioned, um, you know, so did they, did they help Mac out with the play calling and, and, and the style of offense they're running? And then B, does Mac look healthy? Because like we said, you know, four weeks is not a lot of time to come back from high ankle sprain. So does he look good? Does he look comfortable back there? For me, that's the big thing. And it's, I guess, to the subtle nuance that I've noticed with Mac um, and, uh, and Zappi is, and again, you can attribute this to the play calling, the offensive scheme, you know, whatever, but there did just seem to be a level of comfort and poise with Zappi that I don't know if I've seen yet from Mac, like... And I think, like, Mac, sometimes he just looks very, like, deer in the headlights back there, like a little herky-jerky, like we've said this. Like, you know, sometimes, like, he'll panic and he'll throw the ball up and, you know, try to force something um, and it leads to turnovers. I need to I need to see Mac correct those little tiny mistakes. I do, because that, to me, but is, But I think, like, Justin, you're, you're, you're overreacting to what happened in the first three games this year, because I agree with you. Like, Mac looked really herky-jerky and, and deer in the headlights in those first three games. But that's because the whole operation was a mess going back to training camp. Like for the better part of last year, I, I think Mac generally looked pretty poised and pretty good in the pocket and pretty much in command of things. Like I don't think Mac is a guy that's like afraid to get hit. I don't think he's like daring the headlights. I mean, we've seen quarterbacks that don't react well to pressure, don't react well to being hit. Mac didn't look like that in 2021. He looked like that in the first three games a little bit this year. How much of that was because 
their offensive line was a mess. Their receivers are running the wrong routes. Um, the play calling was suspect. Um, Matt Patricia didn't know what he was doing. You know, like how much of it was that versus Mac? Like, I think when you are that out of sync as an operation, it looks worse. It makes the quarterback looks worse. Like they always say to the quarterback, it's too much blame when things go wrong and too much credit when things go right. And I think that's true for what happened here. So I get it. I, w- I, I will say, you know, like, look, he deserves a chance to come back and reclaim this team. And, and if, and if he, and if, and, 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 and hopefully he'll take it. Um, but I will also say, Justin, and, and you tell me if I'm wrong, because like, I feel like that, that this, this, um, that Mac is almost playing for his career a little bit right now. Like it's funny how fast things can change, right? Where we went into this year thinking he might be the franchise guy. I see a scenario where, his career could take a massively different trajectory if things don't go well for him over the next couple of games, right? Like if he plays bad against the bears and he plays bad against the jets and he plays bad against the Colts, right? They go back to Zappy, right? If this looks in the next three games, like it looked in the first three games. Now we know Zappy can do some things. Zappy is going to end up back in here. And the future of Mac Jones in new England could be very much in doubt. Am I, crazy to kind of feel like this is a potential crossroads moment in Mac Jones's career tonight no I couldn't agree more I think um I think I think you hit the nail on the head and that's that you know Mac really does need to prove his worth as a start as a franchise quarterback you know a few weeks ago that didn't really seem to be in doubt um I think the general consensus was that you know Mac was clearly the starter uh and he very much was you know likely to be the franchise quarterback now that's all been thrown kind of in disarray the last couple of weeks, right? And so I think you're 100% right. Mac need, if he does start tonight and he does come back out, he needs to make a statement. I'd be curious. He needs to play well. He, he needs to play well. He needs to play. He, he does need to play well, especially um, against the Chicago Bears team. Like we, like we, you know, And, and there's going to be a lot of pressure on him that wasn't there when he got hurt three weeks ago because of Zappi's success. And, exactly. and it's like, you know, my feeling about this is, look, like, if he can't handle the pressure, he's not the guy. Mac, if you're the man, go out and prove it. I think he deserves the opportunity to prove it again. But if he can't do it or if he crumbles under the pressure, then he was never going to be the guy in the, in the first place. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Um, and I'd be curious. But I think there's a happy medium, too. Like, you don't want to throw him to the wolves either and, and, you know, have Zappy start the next three games and then put Mac, you know, in into Buffalo or something on December 1st. You know what I mean? Like, right. like that's, a, you know, I think you want to set it up for Mac to do well. And that's why I feel so strongly that he has to play tonight. But at the end of the day, it's a tough spot for Mac. It's a crossroads in his career. And if he can't handle it, he, he was never the guy anyways. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, look, uh, the one question, you know, if if Mac doesn't come out and play well tonight, right? How much of that is going to be attributed to him still coming back from an ankle injury, and how much of that is going to be Patriots fans and analysts and whatnot calling for his head and saying, "Look, see, you should have gone with Zappy. Zappy had the hot hand. Zappy's the better quarterback." I mean, I think for Mac, you know, his his injury is definitely working to his detriment now because now. Uh, people are expecting that, okay, if he comes back ready to play, then he is healthy and he better perform, you know, up to par. If he comes back out and he's maybe at 60%, 70%, maybe a little less healthy than we thought, and his performance suffers, is he going to get the benefit of the doubt of just coming back off of 
a bum ankle or I people... can answer that question. He's, he's not. Right. And, and, and I think, you know, we're going to be at the game tonight. You tell me, are we going to hear Zappy chance? How, how, what's the threshold going to be? I think it's going to be low. They go, they go, they start off the game with like two, three and outs yep. or, or something like that. You're going to hear people calling for Zappy. Yep. If he throws an interception tonight, you're definitely going to hear people calling for Zappy. This guy has to go out and against a bad defense. Okay. Where, I'm sure they're going to do what they did the last two weeks. They're going to be able to run the ball and they're going to really, I think they're, they're going to do a little more than they did with Zappy, but they're, they're not going to put a ton of pressure on Mac to go out there and throw the ball 50 times and win this game. But when he throws the ball, he is going to have to be on point or he is going to hear it from the crowd. So it's, it's, it's going to be a very low threshold before we start hearing the Zappy chance. Yeah, exactly. And that to me is like, that's, you know, that's like what we were talking about, the whole kind of like, hey, do you give him a soft landing against the Chicago Bears team? When that, he that's my not- whole point. Right. That's my whole point. Right, yes. right, right. right. A soft landing. Exactly, and, and, and I get that point. I guess my to my point, though, if he's not 100% healthy with all this extra pressure and all this need to come back and perform, because like you just said, he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt if he comes back and is underwhelming tonight, people aren't going to look at it and say, oh, he's still nursing an injury. It's this, it's that. People are going to say, no, we want Zappy. We should have stuck with Zappy. So I guess that's kind of the, the whole line you're walking here is you're saying, okay, hey, this is a perfect game in theory for him to come back, right? Uh, but by the same token, if he's not 100% ready to go out there and give you know a, a grade-A performance, then he's really going to uh, put himself at risk and put his future at risk, like you alluded to. So He, I, he really is, and I know? think that's one of the things that makes this game so intriguing for a game against, frankly, a, a lesser a, opponent or not even a marquee opponent, but just that, you know, this whole situation with Mac And look, I, he has to get back out on the field. I get it. Um, I'm sure he's feeling a ton of pressure and urgency on his end to get back out there. If he's 60% and he can't do it and he looks bad – People aren't going to be sympathetic to that. You know, Um, he's under a tremendous time crunch to get back on the field before he loses his grip on this job. And if he loses his grip on this job, he might never, ever get it back. I don't think I think Mac has a much higher ceiling than Bailey Zappi. When I look at Zappi, Justin, I see more like a Taylor Heineke or a Gardner Minshew, a good backup that can come in and win games, do certain things. I don't see a guy that I think can be a franchise guy. That's just my gestalt of three games i could be wrong um but but i will say i think zappy's good enough that that if if mac doesn't play well you know and he gets another chance and zappy gets on a roll um he may never look back and imagine a scenario if you will where mac doesn't play well or gets hurt again and zappy ends up in there and this team wins 11 or 12 games right and, 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 and wins a playoff game or some, or even does win a playoff game, just looks good, you know. Um, what's it going to be like next year? What's Mac's future in New England going into year three if Zappi is more successful this year than Mac is? It, it really calls into question if Mac is even going to be on this team next year. So so th- th- that scenario is out there. So And I don't think it's too far-fetched. So so I think I think it, it really begins and ends tonight. Um with, with what, what Mac does. It does. In in look, I mean, in, in, you know, we, we had said this a few episodes ago, but the injury would almost help Mac 
save face and continue his career if it turned out he wasn't the guy for New England, right? Because you could always say, well, you know, Max showed signs. He was promising. We thought he was the guy, but then he got hurt. We had to, you know, out of necessity, we had to put in a backup. The backup turned out to be really good, and he ran away with it and never looked back, right? That would allow people... You know, for for the sake of Max's career, forget about you know Patriots. For the sake of Max's career, that would allow people to look at it and say, "Hey, this is this guy is good. He deserves another shot. He has the potential to be a starting franchise quarterback. He just, you know, was unfortunate and he got injured and he got replaced. But if you bring him back now and say, "No, no, no, this is the guy. He he should be starting," and then. Zappy comes and wins the job after a lackluster performance or a couple of performances coming up for Mac. Well, then, just like you said, now his career is absolutely in shambles because now it's, it's up in the air. Right. Everything's up in the air. Right. And it happens so fast. I mean, let, let's um. So 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 basically, to summarize, you're you're more team Zappy. I'm more team Mac. But we both agree that Mac Mac's kind of the 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 the, the trajectory of his career is kind of very much at stake tonight uh, against the Chicago Bears, one way um, or the other. Before we wrap it up, Justin, I just want to uh, talk very quickly about the, the team across the other side of the ball, the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. You talked about drafting a quarterback and having everything go wrong. This is a textbook example. Is there any chance that Justin Fields salvages career? He looks pretty, pretty I mean, just to say, he doesn't look like a great NFL quarterback, right? No, he doesn't. I mean, I he looks like a guy who in a year or two is going to be backing up, you know, another franchise quarterback somewhere else in the league. Uh, it, it just doesn't seem like Chicago has um, the pieces or even the, the competency uh, over there, you know, in the coaching staff or management to develop a franchise quarterback. They haven't had one in forever. Um, they haven't done anything to help Fields. He, had, he has zero offensive line. Uh, he's got maybe some of the worst weapons in the league. Um, you know, they, they have not done anything to help this kid out. So, so yeah. I, oh, they've I, ruined him. They no. have just ruined him from day one. They have. Um, lousy coaching, no talent around him, horrible offensive line. You know, he's getting sacked on 20% of his dropbacks. Yeah, that's Sack. crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's crazy. So it's like it's like as much as I don't love what I see from him, I mean you you really can't say he's gotten a fair shake, you know since he's right. since he's gone to Chicago at all. No, you you definitely can't. Um, and he's had his moments here and there where he makes a play or has a game where you know he looks good, but overall, um, nothing really impressive. Nothing you know nothing to write home about. And I don't expect that to change tonight. I think the Patriots are going to get to him. I think they're gonna. Uh, I think the defense is gonna dominate the game tonight um and i really have a hard time seeing the chicago bears coming in here and uh putting up the points needed and having the you know the i guess the the fortitude to come in and, and, and beat the patriots well, let's really talk about that game. do you is there what are the bears is there any way the bears i mean there's always some way it's the nfl but like is there is, what do the bears have to do to win this game tonight what has to go wrong like the patriots have to turn the ball over four times Exactly. Like you, you'd have to have like three or four turnovers, including like one or two of them having like be house calls. You know what I mean? Like you need like the Bears need a pick six, you know, strip sack fumble for a touchdown, something like that. Right. They're going to they're going to need something Um, because I can I just say one thing, though, about about this game tonight. And like 
Um, you know, I'm, you know, obviously down on fields, the bears are a mess. I think the Patriots are a much better team. And the, the biggest reason why I think it's so unlikely the bears will win this game tonight has nothing to do with Justin Fields. It has to do with Chicago's run defense. Yeah. It stinks. They have one of the worst run defenses in the league and Bill Belichick is smart enough to exploit that. Like he just did against Cleveland, like he just hit against Detroit. Belichick's going to just pound it down their throats. And I think the Patriots will, will walk away with this one, force a few turnovers. I think he should go as expected. Justin Fields played probably the best game of his career last Thursday night against the Commanders. So I saw more from him in that game than I have maybe at any other point in his career. I just bring that up because, you know, I don't know, maybe he's maybe he's turning a little bit of a corner and, and maybe we'll see more from him tonight than we thought. What do you think? Any chance of that or, or totally far-fetched? No, I, I think that's far fetched. I think, look, if there if there was going to be, you know, if, if if he did have any chance of that, I think the Patriots defense is going to suppress it and, and and stop it right where it stands. I mean, I just can't see him building on that. Um, you know, I I think the Commanders defense is, you know, a, a fraction of what the Patriots have. Um, in that's fair. That's you, you, fair. You know. And it, I don't. And, and the game was in Chicago too. I just I just can't see him coming into New England. Um, in, in beating this defense. I really can't. How many times will Chicago throw the ball tonight? Do you think they'll throw the ball 20 times? Well, I need David Montgomery to have less than 10 points in fantasy. So I'm really sure. hoping that they air it out. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't see it. I, cause you know what? I think this front seven is really going to get to fields. I can't see him having the time or the ability to stand back in the pocket um, no question about it. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's going to have to be little dink and dunks. They're going to have to get creative. They're going to have to hope that their running backs can can do something and help them move the ball down the field. I just don't see a world where, where Justin Fields comes in and throws for 25, 30, 40 attempts and, and, and beats us. I really don't. I think I think he's more like – I think he's, he's going to – I think he's, I saw that he was averaging like it's like around 18 or 19 pass attempts per game, something like that. Um, one of the, I think this is the second lowest in the NFL, right behind Mariota or ahead of Mariota, yeah, something like that. He's only throwing 120 times. I think he started six games. Right, right, exactly. Which is like crazy. So, um, we'll wrap it up in a second. Give me your score prediction tonight, Justin. What What do you see? Uh, I got the Patriots winning 33 13. Um, I think the def- <laughs> I, I, I think the defense comes up big. I think uh, I think the defense actually puts up points as well. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the bears are able to get, you know, a garbage time touchdown or maybe a field goal here and there. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see them putting up significant points. Um, the qu- the question I guess is going to be if the Patriots defense doesn't come out and force a million turnovers, um, how many points is this offense going to put up? And I think that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. I think, I think they will actually score a lot of points on offense because they're going to be able to run the ball. And I think you're going to see like a from Mac, you're going to see like an 18 to 23 type game. I hope he throws for a couple of touchdowns. I hope he doesn't turn the ball over because he's really going to hear it if he does. Right. And I, I think I was going to say 33 to 14. That was my score. So what did you say? 33 to 13? Yeah, 33 to 13. I think they get like a Yeah, I'm saying 33 to 14. Goal. I think the Patriots take command of this game early. I think they force a few turnovers. I think they run the ball really well. I think they'll make they'll make plays on defense. Don't be surprised if you see another p- big pick type play. 
And um, I think I think this one goes really smooth. I really I really do. I I think it's this is just a really bad matchup for Chicago, and and Belichick will will, will totally exploit it. But we'll we'll see. We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. And we, there's so much around the league. Like I have some great topics tomorrow from just around the league. You know, I mean, this whole thing with Brady and just like Rogers, everything is just totally shaking up. Uh, awesome. So we got a ton of great stuff tomorrow. So we'll record a full episode tomorrow, but we want to do the pop-up episode today um, and just give a little preview for the game tonight. Justin, you have any final thoughts, observations, anything else you want to share before tomorrow we do the full episode? Yeah. One more quick question for you going into tonight. We just alluded to, you know, um, Mac potentially coming back and uh, you know, the, the Patriots being uh, probably going to be able to run the ball all over the place down the Chicago Bears throats. Um, does if Mac does come back tonight and start, does Belichick even give him and Patricia? Do they even give him the opportunity to to come out and put on a, like put on an impressive performance, or do they just? I, I think they're going to be pretty conservative. Right. I think he's going to throw the ball some. I think he'll throw the ball. I think it's going. I think he'll throw the ball like 20, 25 times. That's what I think. I think it's going to be much safer than it was in the first three games. Right. And I I don't think they're going to give him the opportunity. I I, I think it'll be a, a relatively conservative. Um, Soft landing, soft landing. That's, I think, the goal tonight for Mac. Soft landing, build momentum, build confidence, reaffirm his role, you know, make a few plays here and there when they're there, and, and just get your win and, and get onto a big division game next week. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hope. I mean, even if he does only get 15, 20, 25 attempts, let's hope he does something with him and looks good because. You know, you don't want the play calling being the reason why he takes a bunch of heat the next day. You know what I mean? So absolutely no, and that's and that's what we'll be here to talk about tomorrow night, my man. We'll, we'll go through it all. Um, Want to say thank you to everyone that listened to the po- the pop up edition of the podcast today, the brief abbreviated Bears Patriots preview edition. Uh, Justin and I will be there tonight in section one eleven. Everyone, if you're there, if you're at home, enjoy the game. Have a great time, and we will be back to break it all down later this week. Be good, everyone. All right, take it easy. All right, bud.